Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the AM show hosted live on Alphamint. It is December 27th, and I am your host, R2D Gen, along with me, as always, by Mr. Free Market Capitalist. Hey, now. Hey, now. We uh, we made it through Christmas. We made it through Boxing Day. We are not taking any days off from the show. We are just going full steam ahead right through to the new year, and I am so happy to be back. Uh, I had a lovely little Christmas. How about yourself? Quite a nice day. I'm a big Christmas fanatic. We had a lovely you are, tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Open presents. It, it was lovely. It was lovely. And boy, did the NFT world get a Christmas gift. Yeah, a, a bunch year. of Christmas gifts. Tons oh stuff to talk about today. My Christmas was very low key, which is the way that I love it. But uh, yeah, it was just uh, spent with the family and uh, just really enjoying ourselves. So um, I always love to have those couple of days of rest and relaxation. And uh, and then here we are. So yeah, you mentioned um, some Christmas presents. Uh, I mean, starting with SOS. We talked about that briefly on the show. Uh, it wasn't really anything when that first came up. And, uh, and now here we are up like, I don't know, it was like 10x right now, but it, it went up like very, very high. It was up like 2000% at one point uh, on on Christmas Day. It was it was almost uh, it was almost taunting. It was just like, you know, you're, you're like finally looking forward to some relaxation. We thought NFTs were going to be quiet. Crypto would be quiet. Who knows what's going to happen? And then this this bomb just gets dropped and everyone was glued to the charts. Yeah, I, I think memes or we talk about how powerful memes are and what is a meme right it's something that kind of encapsulates culture or social phenomenon into something everyone can relate to and in this case everyone can buy and trade and with all the you know ire that people had over open over the last few months between the insider trading with nate and the constant outages and the no token and all this stuff this bit of a meme coin, SOS, which we I put out a poll saying, what does it mean? Save OpenSea, sell OpenSea? We don't know, but it was obviously uh, it billed as kind of an OpenSea competitor because the way that you were rewarded this airdrop was based on how much you've used OpenSea over the years. So it immediately had people thinking, well, is this some sort of OpenSea competitor? That's coming. And I had heard rumors about one that was ready to go. So my mind said, oh, is this it? And it doesn't seem to be it, actually, because the the big news over the weekend for the SOS coin was that it kept making partnerships uh, with different exchanges like KuCoin and Coinbase, who allowed it to be traded on their wallet app, though. Uh, that doesn't mean it was listed on the exchange. That's a different thing. But so I think the ongoing joke in the chat right now is that SOS stands for Save Free Markets microphone, as it sounds like you're uh, you're sinking. Apparently, apparently, it sounds like you're underwater. Um, All right, I guess. Uh, no, yeah, we, you know, we 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 talked about SOS a little bit, um, and and you know some of the problems that OpenSea has, and this seems to be some kind of competitor to it. Uh, Decrypt did a really nice article on everything you need to know about OpenDAO's SOS token, uh, which is the airdrop, and you know it uh, it was quite a nice Christmas present for everybody. Um, and you know whether you sold or not, you're probably looking pretty good with it. 
Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, OpenSea is riddled with problems. Even just yesterday, some of the art blocks issues we had where people weren't able to get on there, weren't able to list. Um, and the frustrations just compounding with, you know, we understand how much money OpenSea actually brings in. And then, you know, with their two and a half percent cut of every NFT transaction they make, um, I, I got to believe that while they have a wide moat and a pretty big first mover advantage in terms of like a wide, uh, a large NFT marketplace right now, uh, I think, you know, it's prime pickings for, for anybody that can get in there and execute, execute quickly. Um, as, as they seem to be in slow mode, getting ready for their, their IPO. Let's, uh, let's give your mic a try again. If you're, if you're back, <clears throat> do I still sound underwater? Uh, I'm going to let the, uh, the people decide <laughs> here. Oh, all right. Say something else. Then give me one second. But uh, it will be very interesting to see where this ends up going and uh, if it ends up being some kind of legitimate competitor. Uh, they have continued to announce partnerships. Obviously, Coinbase wallets can can now um, claim the SOS token. There was a little bit of speculation that that would actually be uh, a partnership and a listing on Coinbase, but that would be pretty quick, even by Coinbase's standards. Uh, looks like it's going to be on KuCoin. Looks like it's um, they're going to be partnering with an already decentralized exchange, and uh, I think the sky, sky's the limit. I actually ended up buying a little bit more, um, and I think I'm going to be holding on to this at least for like a medium term into the new years and see where it goes. I think it's going to be a good trade, and uh, there there could be more with it. Um, I also saw uh, some hints that you'd be able to mint your NFTs <laughs> using SOS token. Right. I think I sound better now. I figured it out. So. My main takeaway from this, yeah, my main takeaway from this is that the entire NFT community is going to get behind this, right? So whether they have a working product, whether they have a plan, I'm not sure if it matters if everybody just decides, okay, this is the thing. And you had Vincent Van Doe and Fuck Render actually auctioning off a piece yesterday in SOS, 20 billion or excuse me, 2 billion SOS, I think was the starting bid. And this is this, you know, whether it's a meme or whether they're going to put out an actual working product obviously doesn't matter if they can garner enough support, right? NFT traders are different. We're very community oriented. We talk about the metaverse a lot and what, you know, what is the metaverse? Where can all these NFTs get together and play? Well, I think that having a token that we all decide, yeah, this is ours. This is this is what we should have had from OpenSea from the beginning. It just feels that way. So, you know, could it go to zero? Sure. Uh, but given that it was free money, I think I'm willing to take the gamble here. I did buy more as well. That was mainly on the idea of it being an airdrop trade. You never sell airdrops in the first day. I still don't understand why people do it. They always tweet out, oh, free money. How do you not take the free money? I took the free money. Well, we're traders. We try to look at patterns in history. And so far, every airdrop has been a hold at least for a few days, if not a few weeks. And some of them, like Uniswap, were holds for over a year. 
seeing that $600 airdrop turn into over 20,000 if you had held it. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to get caught up in like like when I say very short term sentiment, I mean like in the minute kind of sentiment because when this dropped everyone was like there was even the discussion that this wasn't worth the gas that it took to claim it. And like that flipped within like four hours to like, <laughs> oh my God, like what a great Christmas to, oh my God, like this thing is dead. Like it just goes up and down. Um, and, and it's so easy. And in my mind, I'm taking free tokens that I paid a little bit of gas to claim. Um, and the upside is, is, you know, the sky's the limit to, to, to be corny about it. But like this literally just didn't cost me anything. And sure, I could have cashed out more. I was literally watching it while the top um, was in on uh, on Christmas Day. And, you know, I didn't or was it Boxing Day? Um, I didn't end up pulling the trigger on it. And I'm, I'm OK with that. Like, it's fine. Like, I could swap that out at any point. And if even if this goes to zero, I'm other than what I put into it, which wasn't huge. Um, I'm nowhere, no worse off than I was, uh, uh, you know, December 23rd. Um, but I do think what they're doing is very intriguing. And then I'm seeing somebody like Pranksy, uh, who was airdropped 43 billion of them. Um, and then he bought 30 billion more and then he bought 40 billion more on the, on the last dip. I mean, like this is, um, you know, this is one of the biggest players in the NFT space that is basically saying like, I'm buying and holding this stuff. Uh, seems, seems like something to me. People are looking for something to get behind. The This gave them that perfect opportunity. And whether it works or not, I'm willing to take a gamble on the moonshot. I mean, people who even used OpenSea a little bit by the time this thing, I mean, even now it's sitting at that point. Oh, 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 seven. It, uh, it, it's still a couple hundred bucks, which is more than grandma gave you for Christmas. So I think that's really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a, a lot of upside to this. The market cap sitting at like a mere $262 million. We've seen absolute pure shit coins that just get by into the, the multi-billion dollars in market cap just on the meme ability alone. Um, and like you said, the NFT uh, community is very tight knit. Obviously there's some inter squabbling and, you know, tensions run high at times, um, but we're a small, small group of people and we do love our causes to rally behind and uh, being anti-open C definitely seems like one of them <laughs> from time to time here. Um, so, I mean, my bets are on that this isn't over with. Um, it's been trading sideways for the better part of a day. Um, and it could, you know, could continue to do that for a little bit as people start to take your profits and stuff like that. But um, the other thing to remember is, too, that you have until I think it's June 20th of 2022 to, to claim the amount um, um, that you had on, on the day of the snapshot. So uh, definitely not over yet. I want to talk about market caps for a second, because it in traditional markets, you use market caps within specific industries to figure out how to value companies relative to, say, the best in breed, right? And it's very different in crypto. You're really just looking at market caps to understand how much capital has the potential to flow to a certain idea, right? Given the size of a float and given things, the certain dynamics about the coin, we can pretty much understand if it hits a certain level of marketing or a certain level of hype, how much can flow in. The market cap's irrelevant saying that Doge shouldn't have a $32 billion market. Like based on what? Like none of these market caps make any sense, right? First of all, most of these market caps are for the token 
not the underlying network. And you can't equate the network's value to the token value. All these networks are worth a lot more than the underlying token. Ether, it, the Ethereum network transacts a lot more than the value of the Ether token. So using market cap as a tool is very important, but saying that this can't get to one or three or 10 billion because of X doesn't make a lot of sense. So yeah, supply locks burning and the use of said token certainly all matter. But as far as a random coin's ability to get up to anywhere from $1 to $30 billion market cap on hype alone without anything underpinning it. It's just very possible, given how much capital is in this market and where it flows. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And when I reference market cap, I'm really only using it as like a comparative nature to to the other coins and whatnot, as well as kind of the multiples you can get from from going from here. I mean, you know, even if it just makes it to that one billion mark, it's a four X from here. And like, I mean, we've we see stuff just rip past that on a daily basis, honestly. So uh, I mean, I think there's a ton of upside. And uh, if you're not overexposed to it, not a lot of downside to this right now. Yeah. Exactly. And, they, you know, it's it's not necessarily something to chase. Right. But if you were given it for free and you have the liquidity, it's worth the moonshot. For sure. Um, I, OK, so on that note, let's uh, let's finish off with some of the other uh cryptocurrencies that are going on right now. Uh, having a nice little morning, actually. I was kind of opened these tabs up uh, at about 6 this morning, uh, 6 Eastern, and Bitcoin was at just over 50,000. And now it has run up to 51.5. Um, Ethereum just crossed over 4.1 thousand uh, right now. Um, looking pretty good. And and we seem to be putting some distance in between those uh, those resistance points that we previously mentioned on the other show. Feels pretty good. Um, I, you know, and it, it feels like we're, we're in a time where maybe uh, the local bottom might be in. Uh, it seems to be shifting from a downward channel to, you know, we, we, we went through some sideways trading and, and it looks like things are getting a little bit more uh, bullish, I think. Bull, uh, seasonality it always dictates the macro direction of markets very rarely do we not uh, follow seasonality and we're going into the seasonally most bullish period of the year it seems people are positioning themselves this way and that's it so i i think that's what is is occurring everything looks pretty bullish right now uh sentiment seem to have been reset a few times over the last couple months. So maybe the market is just dull enough to start to take off again. Yeah. I, and I think one of the things that we were kind of talking about, and this will be a good segue into NFTs, um, is that maybe tax harvesting is is the majority of it is over. Um, you know, the real long-term traders and, and experienced people have probably started doing this in uh, in November um, and early December. But I think now people are of the mindset of they've probably made most of the sales that they want to get their taxes in order. Um, maybe now have some fresh liquidity, especially with something like SOS taking place. And uh, you, you see a comfort in buying right now. But in the comfort in buying, not a lot of people are wanting to sell. So you're getting these pumps in some of the 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 altcoins, um, even Ethereum and Bitcoin now, uh, and I think that it's creating this this buy pressure where people aren't really 
looking to take any more profits, but they're comfortably sitting into new positions. I don't know if you'd agree with that, but it seems to kind of be the case that's going on. Yes, I, I, it, it is a perfect storm in that regard that is, there are people delisting. There is volume all of a sudden again, and we're entering bullish seasonality. So everything <clears throat> is lined up very well. Yeah. And we saw floors just across the board going crazy yesterday, especially in projects that had a moment. Talked about this a lot. If your project, if there is a project out there and it had a moment and there are so many of them sitting under 0.1, even under 0.05 right now, the minute the clock strikes midnight on December 31st, those projects are now historic. All of you are OGs. And over the next year, as people who have never even looked at an NFT or understand what it is start to come into the market, they're going to be looking to all of you for guidance. You're all going to be considered early. And many of the projects that we laughed at this year are going to be considered OG projects. So get ready for that. I think people look at who people are positioning into right now. Your second and third tier elites, the one, you know, Kaiju's up 100 percent. Creatures up 75%. Cryptodes up over 100%. These are the second tier elites that are not blue chips that over the last month people had left for dead. Uh, and I kept pounding the table and saying that these are the type of, they're better than buying an ape or a punk unless you're very wealthy. Sure, those are safer stores of value, we think. But if you want to talk about where you're going to get the best return, it's on these you know, second and third tier projects that are going to become next year's elites. There are quite a few of them that launched this year. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with everything that you just said. And looking at WGMI, I mean, it is now, as of yesterday, just like a sea of green. Mm. Um, again, one day changes on floor can be a little misleading, but right now we are just seeing like everything <laughs> like up 100%, up 90%, up 95%. A lot of these are art blocks projects um, that we kept saying, you know, is the bottom in on gen art? Is the bottom in on gen art? Might actually be the case. Um, despite some frustrating open sea issues, uh, it looks like. Um, there's a, a lot of good run up on those. Uh, you mentioned cryptodes having a really good day. Um, and, and not a lot of things, uh, uh, are, are doing too bad. There's only like, there's literally only four projects that are, uh, down on the one day, uh, over 10%. Um, seven day is, uh, a much the same as we, you know, maybe look for the bottom to be in, but plenty of projects up over a hundred percent just on one week. Uh, peaceful group is another one that sits out. Wolf game looks like it's coming back a little bit. Uh, you know, as some, some new stuff comes out of that, but, uh, you know, the, the three that we've talked about and continue to just do so fucking well are the, uh, the, the ape products, the board, ape cattle club, the mutant ape club. And then of course, board, ape yacht club itself. Um, board ape is now sitting at about a 60 ETH floor. Uh, and that's just had a crazy run up over the last little bit as we saw it very briefly flip punks. And then mutant apes was kind of the talk of the town yesterday. Mutant apes is up to about a 12 ETH floor. Uh, looking at that, it looks like maybe there was some profit taking or some undercutting right now. Yeah, 11, 11.4, 11.5 is the floor right now. But uh, I mean, this brand is just relentless right now. Yeah, I, every, I mean, doodles, uh, everything is just it's catching a pump. And there are a few, uh, you know, Cool Cats was the last 
one that kind of made it and got into that 10E club. And it's certainly seen a large pullback since then. But I think the next one that's going to get in there is Doodles. Uh, it itself was having a hell of a run yesterday. And I mean, you know, Ape Kennel Club, I think, got up to four ETH it's sitting at right now. You have Mutants at 12. Yeah, Board Ape is at 4.5 right now. Yeah. Yeah, insane. And I think that everyone is speculating right now what the ratio of token distribution is going to be. Like if uh, Apes earn two, will Mutants earn one? That is what people are speculating. If that is true, then I could see the gap between uh, mutants and apes closing a lot as well. I could see them getting up to 30, 20 or 30 here. I, I did say they were going to get up to 20 last week, but I could see them getting up to half of what apes are based on what the token distribution looks like it's going to be. Yeah, there's going to be some interesting stuff coming out of, of there. And I've also heard some rumors, and I don't know how substantiated they are, that uh, there might be mutant dogs on the horizon. Yep. Yeah, the the when the roadmap was released, the puzzle solvers that picked out the um, the Easter eggs were hinting at that the Kennel Club was going to be the next one to receive utility. So whether that means we're getting um, mutant dogs now, or uh, whether that means something else is yet to see. But I know people who were very bullish on the Kennel Club after that roadmap came out. So. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty hard not to be bullish on everything related um, to Bored Apes right now. I mean, think about uh, it. If if mutant dogs come out and they're sitting at a one ETH floor, who isn't going to want to buy one just to get in the club? Oh, my God. Like if you're liquid and you're willing to uh, to get into it, to, to grab one of these. I mean, we saw it with mutant apes. It was just a huge win, although it was expensive to get in. Um, and I mean, when you zoom out on that chart, there's pretty much no point in history that you could have bought one of these and you'd be down right now just with the way that they're they're constantly reaching new highs every day it seems yeah exactly and i uh, just think unless you overpaid for a rare and that's completely illiquid i don't know but no uh, it just seems to be it seems to be working yeah and and i just think that the desire to be in this club is going to continue to grow and Unlike any other project, if they release more NFTs, I think the market will gobble them up. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, as Icon said in the chat, I mean, if you ever want to uh, to to get yourself a board ape, all you got to do is just send a Twitter DM, right? Mm-hmm. Not, <laughs> don't do that. I'm kidding. Um, I was even thinking to myself this weekend, if I bought one, would I flex it? it just feels embarrassing. It definitely put a, definitely puts a target on your back. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you also mentioned Doodles for an almost four and a half ETH floor and uh, Cool Cats is uh, just relentlessly running up to the 10 ETH floor. Um, lots of volume on that for such an expensive project. And uh, yeah, the floors floors looking pretty good. Um, it, it was one of those days that like, you know, we kept saying, oh, yeah, get brace yourself for a slow, slow week. What are we going to do for the show? Uh, you know, what are we going to find to talk about? We got to start thinking of topics now. And then Saturday and Sunday happened and we were just like, oh, my God, we kind of reconvened this morning and we're like, where the fuck do we start? Um, I definitely think that one of the bigger ones that uh, Alpha Mint was in on and and was uh, kind of the talk of the DGEN dojo uh, for probably the last 36 hours now or maybe even more was Alien Friends. That seemed to have a moment. It seemed to get sandwiched in between uh, the Little Lemon Friends and uh, the Cool Man's universe. 
Um, and, and maybe we thought that it how was its its pump was short lived. I think it got up to about 0.1 for a little bit there. And then we're like, okay, that, that had its moment. We'll see where it is. Uh, that was not to be the case as yesterday. And I think late into Christmas day, it just went absolutely bonkers, uh, culminating in Gary V buying them. And, and Gary V is a whole other topic, but, uh, but yeah, looking at open C right now, this morning it did hit a 0.4 ETH floor. This is a 0.02 mint. This was cheaper than Little Lemon Friends, and it is now up 20x just from the floor alone in just a matter of a week. Uh, and this thing has just turned into an absolute cook. So congratulations to anybody that minted that is still holding that. If you took profits, I I commend you. Like this has been a, a great all around mint and uh, and a, a project that just not only doesn't seem to go away, but seems to be uh, uh, overcoming all of the other stuff around it. Yeah, I, I think it had a lot of things going for it. I had typed up a small piece and curated alpha uh, a few days before it dropped. I was not on the whitelist, but after they were minted, they were pretty much selling at mint price um, plus gas on OpenSea. And I liked the art. It was simple, but I did enjoy it. It is a little divisive. A lot of people think the art is trash. I actually like it. And I bought eight of them because mainly I, I've followed Pape the Great for a while. I've chatted with him before. I think he's a smart guy. I think he's genuine about his love for NFTs. He had actually bought a few little lemons just the day before the Alien Friends launch and, and had hopped in the Discord uh, to chat it up with people, didn't even mention alien friends. Um, and I, uh, I just think that he, the, the project is going to do more than the JPEG itself. They've hinted at physicals like the clothes that the alien friends are wearing. And I think unbeknownst to me, cause I hadn't been involved in the discord, they've built a nice little community over there of people who are to each other, uh, of people who are excited to be part of that community and are excited to share them. And there was a little bit of contention, I think, in the DGen Dojo because they had launched right in the, the meat of the lemon pump when lemons were at 0.27 and it looked like lemons could do no wrong, but we weren't really in the bull market yet that we're seeing right now where everything is up only. So traders started to try to get their ETH back so they could rotate into cool mans and, and alien friends. But I love all three projects. I think all are going to come into their own over the next month. They'll all be above a one ETH floor. And I did sell six of my alien friends <coughs> uh, yesterday into the pump because I just think it's getting a little frothy for what it is. It's a huge 20X. I know people who minted are going to be taking profits as well. And these things tend to get ahead of themselves, but I like the project long-term. They don't really have much of their roadmap out as far as I've seen, but I do, uh, I do like the project. So what, what a cook. Congratulations to anybody. I know a bunch of people were not only, um, not only bought off the secondary, but somewhere in the white list and they were able to mint 10, you know, Amazing. let's look, wow. let's That's look at the last two amazingly successful projects, they didn't say limit of two per mint, right? Now look at Cool Man's universe. That was very limited in how many you could mint. The unique owners was really high initially on Cool Man's, but that was at a 0.3 before it revealed. And now it's sitting at 0.22, which is still a nice double from where it minted. 
But you wonder if maybe if you would just let people, you know, mint a few more, Mm -hmm. let it sell out a little quicker, allow people to get excited about it. And Alien Friends, uh, you know, excuse me, uh, and Cool Man's did have a fast mint out that was a little gassy. I just think that you whitelisted most of the customers and that, you know, we never agree with that method. But I love all three of these projects. Amazing cook for Alien Friends. I think they're going to do well. Yeah, they seem to they seem to have a, a bright future ahead of them. Uh, I, I, I tend to agree with you. If I did have some, I would probably have sold into this volume already, uh, depending on how many I had my hands on it. Definitely wouldn't have been all of them, um, but uh, but yeah, it's just uh, it, it's pretty wild the power of uh, like Gary V jumping into something um, and and really just like at the it was already on the way up and then Gary V just uh, you know goes sweeping on the floor and uh, and here we are a cool twenty x later. Um, well, it's yeah. always it's always interesting to me how and where these things are born out of right and. A lot of times right now, it's that if you're part of an upstanding community like Cool Cats, as an example, and you get the right people to support you, you can start that hype train. And Andrew Wang of Cool Cats last week started sporting an alien friends, and he has a bit of influence in this world. And it already started interest in the alien pump. And then uh, and then Gary V really just cemented it. So yeah i gotta wonder how much of some of this is like planned partnership uh you know i know you're a big proponent of maintaining your floor through um dripping of announcements rather than putting everything out all at the front like if this had been all pre-reveal or even pre-mint they were like oh yeah gary v's involved and like the cool cats like it and stuff like that it it, it kind of loses its luster right and i don't think that they're kind of back channeling with gary v to be like by now by now by now um but you know i i think that there's probably an element of some of it where gary's probably reached out and said hey um i i really like your project as he tends to do hop into smaller discords um also speaking of gary v congratulations on the uh the gary v follow on the weekend there was uh, some 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 skeptics in the DGen dojo when you posted that that maybe it was photoshop or something but uh gary v yeah follows uh free market capitalist on twitter right now so gary v had put out a tweet talking about um how nfts were entertainment properties and this is something i have talked about for a while because i find media and entertainment very interesting and how on its face it looks like people trying to make art and appeal to you but behind the scenes it's moneyball and people are using statistics and you know how many viewership hours is the big one right and all the streaming services they're competing for your viewership hours and i believe OpenSea and nfts are doing that as well you know we already know video games compete with movies and tv for people's time and i think nfts are doing that as well this is one giant we're not sure how it's played yet But I basically responded to him that that's how we've been looking at that's how I have been looking at NFTs for a long time as entertainment properties. And we should be viewing them as Netflix and briefly after he followed me. So, yeah, for sure. It was a good tweet. Um, I think you got him on the Merry Christmas thing, too. I think. uh 
you went out of your way to use some of your your characters to wish him a Merry Christmas. And, uh, you know, most people that were responding um, didn't. But I, I say that tongue in cheek, a, a well-deserved follow. And, uh, you know, hopefully that opens up his DMs to you and we can uh, maybe get him on the show or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, you know, we'll see. I, I'll be treating that uh, relationship very gently. I, I He's a busy man and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what we can arrange. Over. Thank you for the follow, Gary, if you're listening. Hope to see you soon. <laughs> Talk about somebody that went absolutely ballistic on uh, sweeping the floors, though, yesterday. As we alluded to, he was not only bringing out the brooms to any and all projects that he liked, um, but actively encouraging other people to do it on Twitter as well. Um, all of the increases to the floor yesterday, but... Um, but yeah, he he's uh, he's been a, a big proponent of NFTs and looking forward, I think that that will continue to to happen on uh, uh, in the new year too. Um, he was also doing a lot of like you know giving back to people, post your NFT address with uh, if you don't have any um, you know any any JPEGs, and he's going to send them to you as well. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, moving on, uh, we also talked about Cool Man's Universe. It's actually doing really well too. The recipient of a nice little pump. Uh, the one thing that I noticed um, was having a great little run, which was really surprising to me. Um, I should say surprising. I did mint a bunch of them, and I know a bunch of alpha minters did too. We had a nice little voice chat doing it. Was the solar bots? Just wanted to bring that up. Uh, I woke up to it this morning at about a point one nine floor. It has since kind of depressed back to point one six. Um, but one thing that's really crazy about this project is uh, the amount of items that are actually up for sale. I mean, this is a forty thousand drop. Uh, the drop mechanics were pretty interesting behind it. With um, you know, you paid point two, but you got four. It was a total set of them that were able to use in the game that they're releasing. Um, but when you look at the buy it now on OpenSea, like it is just absolutely wild. For a 40,000 drop, there's only less than 500 of them listed. Uh, and these things just kind of every time I, I check, you know, 12 hours later, they seem to just be up another 0 0.02, 0 0.03. Uh, the other thing that's really crazy about them is the voids, which are the rares, are actively going for, uh, you know, plus 10 ETH. Like they are they're just getting scooped up every time that they are posted. And, you know, I think I've seen them as high as 17 ETH. I'm just going to check that right now. But SolarBots has been an absolute cook for anybody that got involved in that. Um, and there's definitely more to come. Uh, so big shout out to Yamar who brought us to that. And uh, I think he's involved in it in some way, shape or form. And I would love to be able to, to get some people from SolarBots to come talk about their project more in depth. I know that they have like a huge white paper. It's like it's like 60 pages or something, which uh, I mean, I, I can barely read a book that's 60 pages long. But um, I think it's going to be interesting. I've been tempted to sell them here and there. Um, and I, I just can't seem to do it for some reason. So I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm going to wait until the new year, see what goes on with this. But, uh, you know, normally what I try and do, especially with my trading strategies, is that, you know, I mint, you know, between five and 10 or like with Lemon Friends, 15 of them, and then look for a point where I could pretty easily break even um, by selling a couple of them, especially if I, I pull a rare or two, get back most of the liquidity I sunk into it, if not a little bit of profit, and then hold on to them and then kind of ladder out as they go up and up. That's my personal strategy. Uh, SolarBots has had something to it that just has made me want to hold all of them that I minted. And, uh, you know, I, I, 
I don't know why, but I find it very intriguing that this is a 40,000 item mint and it's still doing this, you know, even just the floors on the epics, which um, weren't super rare of the eight that I minted. Um, I pulled one, but the floor is uh, 0.33 on that. So, I mean, this has been a great little thing and uh, they're doing a slow reveal of the different classes too. Uh, it's, you know, RPG based and uh, you're going to see um uh them slowly drip out the the reveals on the the actual artwork behind these so yeah as yamar said the epic chance is 12 percent. so you know if you minted eight of these the odds are that you got one which uh holds true for what i got some people got luckier and the voids i think were sub one percent and they are are showing it but yeah i just i always found it really interesting that when the floor was 0 0.06 0 0.07 the voids were still going for 10 ETH or more um, and regularly too. So it kind of just showed to me that people were willing to jump in there with some money and, um, and really, you know, participate in this. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we can uh, do a little deeper dive on a full episode of these, because I think a lot of people are watching them too. Free market, you back? Yes, sir. Yeah. Perfect. Um, any uh, any any thoughts on solar bots? I know it's not something that you entered. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hadn't entered that one. The supply looked pretty high, but I did love the art, and I'm not surprised to see it cooking because the art's really cool. But you definitely have a better take than me. You were following it deeply. Sorry, my dog decided to warn me that there's uh, probably danger at my front door, but I, I think I'll be fine. Jesus. Um, yeah, anyways, moving on um, from solar bots, definitely something I'm going to be continuing to watch. And like I said, hopefully we can do a whole episode on it because I think there's a lot going on there. Um, the other one that I saw that was doing really well was the uh, Psychedelics Anonymous, which was the uh, Voltura, Voltura uh, drop. Um, there's a lot of different elements to this, but basically the, the drop price was, I think 0 0.06 and it is sitting at almost a one ETH floor right now, uh, pre-reveal. So there's, um, this has been an absolute cook, maybe one of the bigger ones in terms of like raw ETH value, um, from minting, but, uh, I'm not sure when the reveal is, but, uh, have you been watching that as well? Yes, I have been watching that one a little closer than the last one i'm sorry say that name again the uh psychedelics anonymous one so it was funny because voltura uh he did make a comment on twitter he does not want people to list he does not want people talking about what prices you should be listing at within his discord and i always think that that's pretty funny um that he is basically stifling free speech within his discord. Now, I kind of agree with his sentiment that people shouldn't be trying to scare or bully people into not listing or yeah, listing at a awesome. certain price. I completely agree with that sentiment, but I think it completely nullifies it when you go, but I will ban you if you do. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of control the conversation and uh, and maybe steer it away from talks of price altogether. Uh, but, but yeah, the, being in there, I, I mean, not quite the extreme as we saw with those crypto champions where the guy kind of jimmied up this price selling agreement where if you listed below a certain price that you were banned and basically exiled from the community. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, you just need to keep the conversation productive about the project and about where it can go from 
Gobert. Um, and I think, you know, other than for some pretty explicit reasons, like just threatening bands uh, one way or another is, is a good way to kind of just chop down any kind of conversation you're having within your community and your discord. And I don't love to see that, but uh, obviously they're doing something right. There's a couple of different facets to this project um, with a mint pass, um, the profile picture element, which is the one I'm looking at right now, that's about 0.85 ETH. And, uh, you know, you had your option if you're on the whitelist of minting one of each of these. And I believe, yeah, they're 0.06 each, if I recall correctly. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, more 3D art, it looks like. Uh, they look pretty intricate, um, varying. It looks pretty high quality as, uh, you know, we've seen a couple of other NFT projects do really well in that light as well. So we'll see if that can continue on the trend or maybe if it'll be kind of the the signal that it's over at the end of this. You see this a lot in discords. Uh, I've been seeing it in the Lemon Discord too, right? People know that in the most successful projects, they don't talk about the floor a lot in their in their discords and that's more of a myth than truth but if you see it like for example in the lemon discord if people start talking about price you see the lemon police come out we don't talk about floors here and blah it's like you know for to be a successful community the floor talk needs to go away naturally if you try to force it you're you're creating the same artificial environment that people who talk about floor price are so you just have to let these things happen you know don't rush it yeah, it's like when a pitcher is on the on the way to a no hitter, you just don't even say anything. Yeah, at all. don't yeah, even talk don't, about yep. it. Just just mm-hmm. let it happen. Let you it know? happen. And, and if it doesn't happen, um, then nobody can say you jinxed it. <laughs> if you're superstitious, or you know, if you if you're not, maybe that you kind of willed it into existence by having the discussion. But um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's. Uh, it was interesting. You, I think you kind of tried to dunk on him too when he <laughs> when he said that, but uh, I don't think he got a response. But um, he last did I think, res- yeah, respond to me. No, no, <laughs> that's okay. Respond to me. I I, I yeah, did make a conversation. Irony is dead because I do. I find it ironic that he you know yells at people, "Don't be dictators," and then he's a dictator. So. There it is. Um, I think the last thing that we kind of had queued up to talk about just was the non-fungible people. Pre-sale is over on that. Uh, the uh, public sale looks like it's about 2 p.m. Eastern today. And this is uh, this is a point, um, point 0.2 ETH mint, if I recall correctly, sitting at about 0.25. Uh, so when you factor in some gas prices on that, it's not mm-hmm. sitting um, terribly over the mint price. Well, uh, but lots of volume on it. I should explain this. I yeah, should go explain for it, this. So the mint price was different for each pre-sale. If you were in tier one, you minted a 0.05. If you were in tier two, you minted a 0.08. And the public mints at 0.2. So this project is created by artists from Daz 3D, which is the company that collaborated with Artifact on Clonex. So if you look at these, they obviously are 3D realistic looking NFTs that will have more function than just the picture itself. If you saw the pods that were dropped to all the Clonex holders over the weekend for Christmas, it 
uh, it was part of the DAZ 3D package where you will be able to use these players essentially as video game characters to move amongst uh, the various metaverses. So they're pricing these higher because these are more than just the NFT themselves. They whitelisted, I want to say, half the supply and the other half will be going up for public sale. Or was it a little less than half? I forget. Uh, right now, there's about 4,200 minted out of the 8,888. Okay. So, yeah, about half right now. About half. So, yeah. right now, it's sitting at about what the public price is plus gas. But if you did mint in either of the pre-sales, you're either up a 4X or 2X as we speak. Yeah. There... Uh, what is your take on on allowing people to mint at different prices throughout the the presale? Um, it reminds are you, me. Are you a fan of this? Because Clonex did it, obviously. Yeah, I think this is a company that isn't NFT native, and I don't think anybody who is in NFTs would do it this way. But on some level, it almost makes me have more faith in the project in the sense that they're coming from the outside world where their competencies are in making this type of stuff for traditional art and media. So maybe they don't understand the proper launch dynamics, but I believe their pedigree um, and the people who are supporting them will make this project successful. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with mine. They're not my style. So I'm not, unless I get like a very special one that somehow speaks to me, I'm not looking to keep them. And I'm not really sure um, when to sell. It's a really nice 10X pretty much, uh, excuse me, 5X if I sold right here. So I am contemplating it since the art isn't really my style, but uh, I I could definitely see these pumping to 0.4 or 0.5 depending on what this company does, has up their sleeve, or what kind of uh, marketing they have after the launch. I don't know if there's going to be a gas war at point two. It's a lot yeah, to sell out at point two. There's, um, they're very, like, very realistic, uh, almost to the point where, like, I almost wish they had a little bit more stylization to them. Um, but they do look really good. And, you know, up against each other, looks like they've got some variety to what's going on and uh, some pretty cool traits that they have access to. Um, to doing so uh, yeah i mean i'm gonna watch this i have no stake in the game in this so i mean it's uh, more just sitting from the sidelines but i think that they have the potential to look pretty good um kind of once they're all released and you see them all side by side so i hope that they did a, a good job of uh having some variety just even for the the lesser rare traits um but they're- sometimes the ultra realistic stylization can can suffer from that I don't know. They're very, very, very well done. They just are very creepy to me. I, I, that, that's, that's, you know, I, I'm not sure I would want this to represent me in the metaverse, but I think there are 7 billion people in the world and there are 10,000 or 8,000 people who would want this to, uh, to represent them. So, so. yeah. The great thing about uh, these numbers is 10,000 can seem like a lot in the meta that we're in, although maybe we're shifting away from that. But uh, once you start inviting the masses in, those numbers become very, very, very small. Yep. So, All right. Um, anything else that you want to finish off on? Uh, I think we can probably start getting the Q&A session going. I'm going to uh, I'm going to set that up so we can feed the audio into Discord. But uh, so- what else are you thinking about? This is something I flagged over the weekend as an alpha mint alert because I had seen some talk about it on Twitter and it was uh, 
subsequently talked about three more times after that as the, the rumors hit a fever pitch. But it seems that Genie.xyz, if you don't know who they are, they are uh, the product or the DAP that allows you to buy more than one NFT at a time across multiple marketplaces. It's basically a DEX aggregator, but for NFTs and allows you to sweep or buy multiples uh, at a time. After the SOS airdrop, after the ENS airdrop, and before the MetaMask airdrop, this does seem to be rumored as the next big one. So it is a safe site to go to. I can drop the Discord just so you guys can check your official links, but it is genie.xyz. And we are, while we have no details and we have no absolute confirmation a token is coming, we assume that by using their product, and I don't know if it will be based on how much you use it, though that is very likely. Um, the only reason we say that is because Uniswap was not based on how much you used it. Everybody got the same amount just for using it. If you had even made one transaction on Uniswap, you got the same amount as Wales. The difference was depending on how many wallets you hooked up to it. So if you have five wallets, I would hook all five wallets up to Genie and I would at least buy one thing. You don't have to sweep. You can just buy one thing at a time. And there may be a, sm- a slightly higher fee uh, with the gas. I have heard from people, though. I've also heard that. So I would go use that with your wallet or multiple wallets to make yourself eligible for that airdrop. Yeah, airdrops just seem to be um, another, like, really back on the radar again. We had the ENS one, um, God knows how long ago. It feels like years, but it was probably just about two months ago, I think. Um, And then SOS kind of brought that back into the mainstream. Obviously, Genie is another one that people are looking at. And as you mentioned, MetaMask. Um, MetaMask almost seems like a foregone conclusion. Uh, Joe Lubin was on the uh, Up Only podcast. It basically just said that MetaMask was going... Um, decentralized, which would imply a token around it. But also uh, one thing that you know struck me as interesting was uh, in the tax conversation we had um, with uh, with Peter and Rich on, I believe it was Thursday, which is up on our YouTube and you can go check it out. Uh, great conversation if you're worried about taxes at all, as well as, um, you know, they mentioned that with some of the regulations that might be coming into the States, um, uh, 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 you know, a wallet like MetaMask would be ripe for the uh, picking to to be obligated to do a KYC. Um, so I think that they're probably looking to go decentralized and uh, do a, a token offering as well. Um, and you know, as we were kind of talking in the the pre-show, uh, I got to believe that their their usership, um, if everything had to be KYC, would uh, drop off pretty dramatically. I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, KYC is the death knell uh, for any of these decentralized services. I think that is everyone expects it to happen with OpenSea, given that A16 and um, other venture capitalists are involved. That's why we don't think there's going to be a token. That's why SOS had such a great uh, pitch or, or marketing to OpenSea users for that reason. And MetaMask could could definitely try to avoid it by handing out this token. It, it would be a smart move. I don't know if OpenSea has that option anymore, but I definitely could see MetaMask doing it. 
Yeah, I think OpenSea has gone too far down. I mean, this this is a company that is going public, and uh, and you know the 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 market is desiring exp, uh, you know traditional exposure to NFTs as well. So um, I, I don't think there's any turning back for OpenSea, um, but uh, but MetaMask definitely definitely seems to be one of the next on the list for sure. It's All right, the big one. If anybody wants to put their hands up, come say hi. Uh, you know, let us know how your Christmas was, or you know how you did on SOS. If you're holding, if you're if you've decided to sell, I see um, a couple of hands going up here. So uh, I'm not sure how to say your name, Zikoki. Yeah, it's Zikoki. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. So I'm actually a new member, and I just got my Alpha Mint last week, and. I'm enjoying my time here so far. It's been great being a part of this community. Amazing. We're happy uh, to have you. I've definitely seen you around a bit too. Yeah, I finally decided to pull the trigger on that. <laughs> um, awesome. So I had a, I had a quick I had a quick discussion point about the littles. Um, I hear a lot of discussion about the littles on the morning show. I listen on the YouTube VOD, and um, and like the playbook hasn't fully been revealed yet. And a lot of people are speculating about what these big collaborations are with Kongs and Cool Cats and Subducks and Kaijus. And one through line between all those collaborations has been the token, the tokens that they all generate and all of them being like some of the most valuable tokens in the NFT space. And I was comparing it to um, a stock ETF where a stock ETF, like for example, SPY holds like all of the, all of like the blue chip stocks, like Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, and you as a buyer, like hold SPY and you own a portion of all of those blue chip stocks. So I was thinking maybe with the littles, with the utility, and I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this, um, with the collaboration with banana, Milk, our waste, Volt, and there's a fifth one that's not announced yet, but word on the street is it might be Board Ape Yacht Club's future token. Um, do you guys think that's a possibility with uh, with the Littles and that, that that could be their utility for the user? Well, the Littles is building an arcade where you will be able to take these various utility tokens and gamble them uh, within certain games and use them for certain activities. And I love the product. I, th- I think one of the huge themes in 2022 is going to be interoperability, right? That's what the metaverse is. It allows mm-hmm. all these characters to play together. And I think the Littles uh, is going to be a, a central player in that. I love the art. I love the concept that they're putting together. And while the details on exactly how you will gamble these tokens in the arcade have not been released yet. Uh, I am really into this model. I am really into interoperability and I think it's going to be so much fun. I think people are going to really be looking to these as the next P2E plays uh, in the coming year. So you don't think that there's going to be a certain yield, it's just going to be um, using the tokens within the arcade and then you could, transform your little based on those tokens right uh i don't know the the only thing i know so far is that you'll be able to use the tokens in the arcade beyond that all speculation i have no idea 
Mm-hmm. I, I okay. I'm that would be really cool if the littles yielded these tokens and it would make sense if they did it by taking a fee. So if you, you know, play the arcade game with a hundred banana, you know, five banana is put into a pool that's then distributed to littles holders. That would make sense to me. I see. Okay. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no yeah, problem. I think it's, it's a really cool, uh, really cool question. And, uh, you know, the littles is something that kind of, I don't want to say fell off of the radar, but had a really, really successful launch um, and just seems to kind of be there doing stuff. Um, and, and the way that they kind of shut down all the naysayers, uh, including us who are a little bit skeptical of maybe the high mint price, or at least we were intrigued by it. Um, you know, I, I think that there's tons of interesting stuff that they could do as free market said. So, yeah, I, I mean, I appreciate you, uh, you coming up here and welcome to Alpha Mint. Thank you, guys. I'm happy to be here and I look forward to coming up in the future as well. Thank you. Anytime you want, man. Thanks so much. Thank you, Zakokwi. Grab Cass up here. Wish him a Merry Christmas again. My friend, how are you? Good morning, GM. GM, how are you guys? Oh, feeling good. Happy to get back on the uh, the stage and get back to it. Hey. What a past couple of days, eh? Unreal, unreal. I can't believe that, you know, thought thought we were uh, in for a quiet uh, week before New Year's and boy, was I wrong. Trust me, like, okay, from from the last time I I spoke to you guys, I think it was, had an argument with the missus. Christmas Eve was more or less dead. Christmas Day was amazing. Yep. Because I left everything alone, although I really wanted to jump on the screen. And um, by the time I was able to get on the screen and looking at the history of everything, I was like, are you taking the... Because in my head, (laughs) in my head, it was going to be like, everything's low at the moment. Wait until Boxing Day 27th, 28th. Deals are going to be there. Let's scoop up. (laughs) No deals to be had yesterday. My days. OS broke down, like God knows how many times. I, I can name... NFT after NFT that we're just mooning. Apocalyptic apes. Heard of it? Uh, Heard of it? it sounds familiar, yeah. Dude, like I was on the whitelist for that. And all, when I was looking in, in the Discord and the rest of it, I honestly thought, An- another fake ape made by apes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let me just leave this alone. And I did a mint. And it went below mint price, uh, 0.06. I think it was Christmas Eve. Yeah. I'm seeing there a one E floor. What? Literally, like literally. Wow. Right. The last time I looked at it, oh my god, it was, I didn't even see these right? beyond hearing the name. Dude, yeah, it, and I, Rich the Kid, Rich the Kid has been uh, had been pumping these. So. Are you serious? Because that was that mm-hmm. was more or less dead. Um, no, there was just loads, just absolutely cool cats. Kaiju's a little bit, Lemon's a little bit, Alien Friends, oh my God. I sold my Unreal. red right at 0.17 I sold it at. And I thought, Gee. I'm just going to, yeah, do you know how I'm feeling? Uh, anyway, hmm. 
It's it's one of those yeah. things where we love to say profits profit, but at the same time, I, I mean, don't. you know, it's it's. I know you don't, and uh, I mean, <laughs> no, honestly, the, like there there is an element of it where you got to be careful about saying that too. And I'm not I'm not trying to shoot you down, Cass, because I you know you obviously took some away from it. But when you're kind of doing the uh, the venture capitalist model of like spreading a lot of ETH around to these other projects, some of which inevitably go to zero, uh, you definitely need some of these bigger home runs to to kind of make up for it, depending on if that's your strategy or not do, do you know what it's a bit weird like normally i'm like free market buy hold leave enjoy the community enjoy the vibe like even the littles vibe like i've seen zakoki in um the littles and um even the vibe there when the party was going on it, it was unreal even that had a bit of a pump um swamp verse had a pump mm-hmm. oh swamp verse yeah i haven't even checked in on that one it, the list just goes on and on like it's it's just wild what happened yesterday and i couldn't even get on to play so i just thought you know what let me just stick with my whitelist let me just forget forget this but remember it for next year <laughs> and yeah but no it was unreal it was unreal uh such an amazing run for a lot of things and um hope you guys christmas was cool yeah everything was great man yours was good too yeah it was good it was it was it was okay Oh, and SOS, fuck me. <laughs> oh, Christmas. oh, that old thing? Oh, that thing. Oh, dude, it was just one after another after another. It was just unreal. Absolutely unreal. But yeah, no, like, um, no, it's cool. That was basically what I just said. It was just the excitement of the past couple of days was like, oh my God, how heart palpitating. Yeah. I just took a screen. I just took a screenshot of SOS and put it in the general so you could see what the price is. Is it six six six? Yeah. Is it? I, I, I've had that turn up <laughs> on a on a window nonstop for him. Oh, it's already changed. Yeah, I just thought it was a good uh, good omen there. There you go. Well, Cass. right on that. I'm gonna go. I shall catch up with you soon, man. Yeah, Tomorrow. of course. We're going strong throughout the week, so we'll look forward to uh, seeing you then, my friend. Merry, merry, happy holidays. Happy holidays, guys. I will speak to you guys soon. Let's bring up Josh. You know what, R2? What's going on? I think creature toads are going to flip creatures. Oh, shut the fuck up. Before March. Yep. Creature toads? Does that sound like a ridiculous... How do I spell that? Creature toads. (laughs) Creatures. The creatures community is in absolute shambles. I know they've had a bit of a dead cat bounce here over the last day, but I want Mm -hmm. you to put a creature up on the screen and then put it next to a creature toad. And you tell me which of these damn things is better art. (laughs) Um, I mean, I, I, here's what I'm going to do. I guess I'm just going to make a bet with you that this isn't going to happen, but I'm also going to go buy like six of these as a, uh, a, a hedge against that bet and uh, feel pretty good about it. They do look pretty good. And then there's some some other announcements that are coming out of them with like breeding and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, as we as I was talking to you about, I, I start to get lost with that stuff, to be honest with you. I think that it would just be a really good story if if creature toads flipped creatures. So like, tell me you really own more creature toads than creature toads or creatures without telling me you do. All right. No, that, <laughs> no, no, that community feels depressing. What the creatures? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it right now. They're weird. Well, well they had some issues. They're right? strange. 
well, there was there was some fud. I don't know if we ever really got to the the bottom of it, and you know, there was. I did well. You know why I'm talking about it because a young gentleman and king named Jack runs the lemon spaces at night, and he's a big creature bull. And okay. I asked him about creature toads, and he went on a rant about how all derivatives are doo doo. Nobody should touch them. Okay. And he doesn't invest in derivatives, which definitely didn't sound elitist to me at all in the slightest and Rand. But what it did uh, do was inspire me to buy more creature toads this morning. And I thought to myself, with this community in shambles, with mediocre art that's been one upped by a derivative, wouldn't it be a fun story sometimes towards the end of February if creature toads actually flipped creatures? That just seems newsworthy. That seems like a good headline. <laughs> Did I? We brought Josh up, and I just walked all yeah, over. Yeah, I was going to say, his, Josh, uh, how are you doing? Hi, What's your take on creature toads? Hey, I'm just here enjoying the conversation. Uh, <laughs> I agree, though, man. Creature toads are pretty sweet, but man, creatures have that deep, weird what what the hell is this thing kind of thing that i think has a little bit of staying power you know they like, have a niche for I, sure, I, and we've talked about that a lot it's just it's important to have your niche and weird is oh absolutely yeah a niche. they're like they're like a they're like a funky blue cheese you know like not everybody's <laughs> gonna love it but it it does something for some people <laughs> You know what I love every time we bring up here, bring you up here, is we get some kind of uh, um, analogy between NFTs and food. Mm. Well, he's a connoisseur. He lives yep. in the Pacific Northwest. Like, if you're not a food connoisseur and you live in the Pacific Northwest, you're not taking advantage of your surroundings. That's right. Hey, why else would you be here, man? Thank it's you. all about the food. First, yeah, first it was the uh, the Doritos spice, and now we got the funky blue cheese. Mm. <laughs> And there we go. Those Doritos, like the, the food of the tacos. day segment. <laughs> the Doritos oh, yeah. Locos oh, yeah. Taco Taco Bell is is very godly. Here's a hot take that a lot of people don't agree with. I do not like Doritos. Neither do I. It's the oh, Doritos okay. I, th I thought I was about to say something this that was going to get me booed off stage. Right. It's a thing. Oh, the taco. You need right, the sour right. cream and that processed meat. It it all comes mm -hmm. together. You'll see. Yeah. yeah. R2 DJ, let me let me paint a picture for you. It's 4 a.m. You've been you've been drinking all night. You just hit you just That's ripped the bong happened. with a bunch of friends. <laughs> Where are you gonna go? What are you gonna get? It's Doritos Tacos, no doubt about it. It's that's where you're going to be at. Are you the, on the marketing team for this? That was amazing. Like I'm a hook, line, and sinker. If they have that in Canada, I am getting one of those today. Mm. You guys get all the Could fun stuff down there, though. Mine's just the normal. <laughs> oh man well guys appreciate it hey i actually i just one thing is i just had an idea as i was coming up here which is a suggestion to at the end of the episodes do a quick recap because i think a lot of us are coming on like halfway through ish oh, that's just because cool it's early morning in other time zones um i was just thinking about that and i was like yeah man like i'd love i really want to know what the top you know, five takeaways are from the weekend, but am I going to have a chance to listen back to the rest today? Probably not. So anyway, just an idea. Um, let's see. What did I come up here to ask about? Can I remember? Oh yeah. So I was just, what did I participate in? It was the, there was a pause war thing a little while ago. I was wondering if we ever talked about that for, um, uh for the bunnies it was paw wars genesis for um 
I think it was for a branch off of the who remembers the name? Because I don't. Bad, bad bunnies. bunnies. The bad bunnies. Yeah. We just uh, wanted to watch you struggle at- with that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I, hey, man, I haven't had the coffee yet. I have an excuse. I swear. Um, yeah. I was just wondering what the deal is with that. If you guys knew, I, I just saw, I think I saw maybe drip minted it or somebody minted it like that. And I was like, eh, I trust you guys. I like bad bunnies. I'm going to go for it. But I don't even know what they are or what they do. So, I'm just curious what, yeah. First, yeah. I'm going to direct you to the YouTube because we did an interview with the creator uh, about Paw Wars and Carrots, which oh, is their gosh. token that's coming up. But, Way ahead of you, yeah. Yeah, but here's basically the dynamic. These Genesis tokens have two functions. You will either be able to stake your bunnies in them to earn carrots, which should be starting in about a month or sometime in the in the first quarter, or you can burn one of these Genesis tokens and receive the physical TCG card packs that they have designed. So there are only 258 minted so far. There are 2,500 total. None have been listed for sales. So the people that minted these are obviously fans of the Bad Bunny franchise. But as far as being a hot mint that you're going to make any money off of, the Poor poor Paw Wars Genesis token has zero volume traded right now on the collection. Um, And unfortunately, they've only minted about 250 out of the 2,500 right now, too. Yeah. So... I'm not sure what their plan is if it doesn't mint out. Now, they had assumed that about half of them would be burned for physical packs and the other half would be used in the game for staking, for carrots and such. I'm curious to see if they respond by maybe burning all the supply because, you know, they assumed 1,250 card packs was going to be rare. But if they only have to make 125 Um, That makes them even more rare. But at the same time, I don't think they feel particularly pressed. This is kind of an add on to their current collection. And I think that they're also going for Coinbase. Right. So if we see over the next week or two some news that Coinbase is going to be adopting bad bunnies, and we do think they are a very good candidate, given the type of art, uh, very high quality. There is the card game around it, and it just has mainstream look and appeal to it. The creators did say that they had been courted by Cartoon Network for a show before this had happened. And um, we definitely like the project. I bought another bunny recently, and I got five Genesis tokens. I'll be burning two of them for... um, for the card packs, and I, I'm not sure exactly how the staking works, but I may have to buy more to be able to stake all my bunnies. One really cool thing about it was that, as you know, these bunnies have different levels within each respective gang. You could be anywhere from level one, which is like a peon, up to level eight, which is the boss of said crew. And the bosses earn more carrots than the peons. And I love that because... Because it makes sense that they would earn more of the being the boss of these gangs. And that's basically what they're for. So do you own any bad bunnies? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. A so while that would back, be, yeah. 
Yeah, so that would be why you would uh, mint the Genesis token. I am going to also post the Medium article, which gives details on staking. So it'll give you a better idea of whether you need to mint one for each of your bunnies or whether you can just say mint one to get your card pack and then mint another one in which you could stake all the bunnies uh, into it. I'll get that article to you. Yeah, I awesome. mean, that was a- appreciated. Yeah, I, I full degened into that thing without really thinking about it and went, oh, okay, physical cards are cool. That's what I get out of it. Great. But I like this, the staking out element as yes. well. It's cool. Yes. They're a team that's definitely focused around quality too. I mean, they, they, they do good work. They're consistent. Um, and they've, they've kept at it through thick and thin. Uh, it was a great interview. Uh, it was good to have can opener back on the, uh, the show and you know, they've, they've got a, they've got a core community, um, that's around them and it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on what happens with the, uh, the, the mint there as uh, it's been slow going for the past week, but, uh, you know, hopefully they get there and it works out for them. I want the iPad. Yeah, love it. Yeah, no, it seems cool though. I'm I'm happy I asked and, and learned a little more about it after after just full degening into it. Um, <laughs> and cool and stuff. Hey, and I was revealed. I was gonna say, yeah, the Ronin cats revealed. Yeah, they I don't really know if they if anything's picked back up, but no. they look great. Yeah, they're still working <laughs> on fixing it. But um, Josh, I'm just uh, I just invited uh, Ecclesi Ecclesi up. Uh, I saw him have his hand up, and then he put it down. But I just wanted to give him a chance to to talk. I'm not sure if he still wanted up on stage, but he did accept it. So I'm gonna invite him up here. You're more than welcome to stay with us. Sounds good. Sounds good. GM, my friend, what's going on? Hey, hey, GM guys, GM. Eventful uh, weekend, sure. What's that? This morning. Oh, you're cutting out today. Um, can you hear me? Ah, uh, barely. You got the robot voice going on. Can you guys hear me right now? Now you're yeah, good. Now we yeah. can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I should have better reception. Okay. Yeah. GM, GM, uh, eventful morning. I'm, I'm sure you guys were itching, uh, to start the show this morning, huh? Didn't even know where to start, man. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, projects, you know, got that little pump, um, from, from SOS. I'm still holding. Um, I don't know. I, I, f- I feel like, you know, with, kind of the stimulus that it provided to the NFT space and, you know, what we've seen the past couple of days, the fact that it's, it's still, I mean, it's kind of holding on, um, a little bit. I'm, I'm just going to hold it a little bit longer, I think, um, and see, see where it goes. Um, but I did want, um, I did want your guys' opinion on, um, Galactic Apes. Uh, it's, uh, it was my first project that I got into, uh, pre-reveal, um, several months back. And I, I ended up pulling my PFP that you see now, but um, I've been pretty attached to him and uh, the community um, kind of through this whole thing. Um, previous all-time high was 2.7 yep. um, floor. Yep. And um, I think the missions, um, the big thing that kind of everyone's been waiting on for utility, I think that's going to happen um, honestly any day in January. And I think if it's timed right, that you could see galactic apes um right back at that previous all-time high or, or somewhere around there i thought um, what do you, 
Yeah. I mean, I thought that the fact that it was at, well, I think I saw it as low as 0.17 in the last couple of days was absolutely criminal because even if you strip away any kind of utility that these have had, they are like just pure top tier art and profile pictures. Um, Obviously you said 2.7 ETH. Uh, It was one of the first projects that I minted and and one of the first ones I did really, really well on as well. Um, So I'm right there with you and I definitely have an emotional attachment to them, but uh, you know, it, it, it definitely suffered from um, some stagnation, uh, some lack of expectation meeting. You know, he, he had a hard time. He announced the monkeys and then it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. He kept pushing it back and then there was, oh, gas is high, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's one of those things that I, I feel like, unfortunately, as good as the art is, uh, Wes has... Um, pretty frequently overpromised and underdelivered, at least on the execution of stuff. I mean, if there's one thing that through and through that's always been good is that the art has been. Um, and I think that the floor and, and people's tolerance for it has suffered, but uh, yeah, I think I checked it this morning and it was back up to 0.35 and, and on the mend. And yeah, I just think that it was criminally undervalued there for a second. And that even just the art that, that was, <clears throat> Art being that good just shouldn't have been, shouldn't have fallen that low. Um, but I, I mean, I, I think now that he's hired some community managers, some people to kind of refocus and recenter and, and you know, help the the project along, uh, I think we'll start to see things on the right track. And, you know, he, he was adamant about not doing a token and then he kind of backtracked on that and decided to do it, I think was the right move. So I think it's going to take a little while and showing, um, some, some goodwill towards the community on solid execution and consistency, but I'm right there with you. I, I think that, uh, 2.7 ETH is, is totally doable. If, uh, if the project continues to roll the way that it has been. Right, right, yeah, and uh, called the bottom last week. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, we were on the show just saying like it's got to be a buy here. I mean, it just it it yeah. doesn't feel like one of those projects that can go below a point one floor. Right, and you also want to have good. You also want to have what's called a contra. And you're, there are certain people you follow for great advice, and then there are certain people you follow to do the exact opposite of what they do. And boy, there were some people selling gapes last week that made me say this is probably a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like when I, you know, initially joined the project and heard about missions and stuff, I had no clue it was going to take this long. Um but I will say, you know, especially rec- as of recent, the vibes in the in the Discord, um they're they're better than ever. Um and I really think, you know, you were t- you were allotting to, you know, you want to be in the projects that they just don't talk about the floor. Um and it's not something that's forced it's just something that just doesn't happen and you know for the past five months in in gapes or i guess the past two months where where things have been struggling you know i i really could probably count on on two finger on two hands how many times i saw a talk about how low the floor was getting you know so so just the community and i guess the trust with wes and uh missions is why i i love it um so much and then the other thing is you know i i also tend to think that a lot of NFT projects tend to just rush things like, like drastically, like to me, like we're so early in this space and there's so much to develop that if I have to wait for a product that is just so intricate and so unique, um, then, you know, I'm willing to do that. I'm not just looking for constant flips all the time. Um, so I am semi bullish too on just how long missions are taking. 
I mean, I know that they don't have a huge team, but I do think they're just hammering down every little detail. And I think missions will be something that, you know, the space just really hasn't seen before. Um, and I think it's just going to be really cool to, to think that you have basically, you know, just an artificial monkey crew, often some, you know, make-believe universe making you yield, <laughs> you know, so I, I'm really excited for it. Yes, I know that uh, R2 so loves the gates. Nah, I had I my, buy my mic muted. Yeah, I thought you were going to buy one. Um, what I sorry, what I was saying while my mic was muted was just that. Um, yeah, I think the biggest fault of the Galactic Apes was just the managing of expectations, not the actual execution or the timeline um, that things have. And, you know, I, I think that uh, projects that get things right and take the extra time to do it, uh, that's it's it's never a bad thing. But it's just uh, the timeline that you're promising should be at least close. To the timeline that you deliver on right right yep so, no doubt about that awesome, we'll, we'll awesome. keep an eye on it guys keep an eye on it guys and and for anyone out there looking to, to join a good community around that point three eth um with some future potential um we'd love to have you in galactic apes so <laughs> amazing all right thanks all right, guys. did you yep. see the picture of Vitalik looking like the ro- the terminator that tries to kill arnold schwarzenegger and t2 <laughs> No, I didn't see that. I just put AM show chat. Tell me you'd fuck with this giga chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me again. Right. Tell me again ETH2 is going to take 10 years. Say it again to my face. We're six months away from being six months away, for sure. Um, all right. On that note, we are going to wrap it up. It was a, a good show today. There's going to be lots more to talk about throughout the week. So we're going to go all the way through until Friday, and then we'll wrap up the New Year's. Um, we'll have some year in review shows that we're going to do, and we'll talk about some of the, the, the great stuff to look forward to in 2022. Um, but on that note, I'm going to finish it off. If there's anything else you want to leave us off with, Free Market? I believe that's it. Yeah, we're good to go. All right. So thanks so much for anybody that tuned in late. Uh, Josh had a great idea of doing a quick recap. I will uh, try and write something like that out so I'm a little bit more prepared for it. But if you did miss any of this show or any of the other shows, uh, will be available on YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcast, as always. Uh, free market, take us away. Good luck. Look at the tables, DJs. Good luck.